Do you have a dream for your life? Or have you completely given up dreaming? Everyone can create their dream life. And it begins with your willingness to begin dreaming again. Now, here is the host of It Starts With a Dream, coach and clinical hypnotherapist, Bronwyn Smith. Hello, everyone. How are you today? I hope you are well. I've just forgotten my microphone. I'm your host, Bronwyn Smith. You are watching or listening to It Starts With a Dream on Inspired Choices Network. And today we're talking about what is it, what is abuse and how does it affect your finances? And some of the comments I'm going to make today will be a little bit controversial. And um, so, you know, give me your feedback. Tell me whether you agree or don't agree. So I'm not going to go into every single types of abuse because now a lot of things are called abuse and I really am only going to look at it for from a woman's perspective. Um, I know there'll be men out there saying men get abused too and that's completely true. Men do get abused but they certainly don't get abused in the numbers that women get abused. If there's abuse, <clears throat> it is usually the woman getting abused, not the man. And um, the most common abuse that we know is physical abuse um, and, you know, we, um, in terms of domestic violence, but physical abuse is the most common abuse that we all know. So if people have, you know, um, bruises on them or cuts on them or broken um, limbs, then, you know, we, we consider that abuse. But it's not the only sort of abuse. It is, um, it's probably not even the biggest type of abuse uh, anymore. There's, you know, there's lots of other types of abuse. And that's why I wanted to talk about this today. Um, because sometimes people don't even realise that, what's happening to them is abuse. You know, sometimes women don't understand that what's happening to them is actually abuse and um, and they just think it's normal and it's not. And I heard one woman say, um, um, she, I was listening to her and she was saying she'd been in an abusive marriage and um, she said it wasn't physical abuse it was more emotional and financial abuse and she thought by staying there she was teaching her kids you know um love and um um forgiveness and all of those things and she said you know she realized at some point all she was really teaching her kids was to accept abuse and People that are raised in abusive households do one of two things. They either become abusers or they continue to be abused. So you're not teaching your kids love or forgiveness or generosity or any of those lovely things. You're teaching your kids to have no boundaries and to accept being abused or being an abuser. Um, and obviously not a good thing. So if you are in, a, in an abusive relationship, you know, time to get out. And having said that, I fully understand that leaving is the most dangerous time to leave an abuser. Now, I'm not just talking about from what people have told me and from what I've read and all of that sort of stuff. 
Um, and I never do that. I always talk about things that I have um, experienced myself and I have been in an abusive relationship. It was a long, long time ago, thank goodness, and um, it's really hard to get out of at any age and it's really horrible to go through at any age. I was in my early 20s and living engaged to a man and started living with him in the lead up to the wedding and needless to say the wedding never happened um I left the relationship and I left the relationship literally with the clothes on my back um I just walked out of um of the relationship and the only way I could get out and I'm only telling you my story so that you know that I have experienced it and it may help somebody listening um what I did and it might help you really no one knew that I was being abused um two people did but other than that no one knew that I was being abused I hid it we always hide it um women always hide it and um, and I'll talk about that in a minute. But how I left was I simply, you know, rang mum and said, can I come and stay the weekend? And she said, yes, of course you can. And um, um, and she's like, do you have clothes? And I said, oh, I'll sort all that out, you know, when I get to your place. So I just left work, got to her place, and about 15 minutes before I was due home, I rang my um, boyfriend and said to him I won't be home tonight in fact I won't be home ever I'm not coming home I've left so um, and then you know all screams rang out and you know screaming at me and saying I'm going to come down and I said to him if you come anywhere near mum's place I'll call the place which wouldn't have been hard mum's married to a policeman so that was really lucky so that was my story of how I got out and then you know, I went to book, buy, I went and bought clothes. I had, fortunately, I had my pay packet going into my own bank account. And so I could go and buy some clothes and I stayed, you know, with mum for a little while. And ultimately, um, my then ex came to his senses and he, um, let me have, you know, my clothes and some of the furniture and all that sort of stuff. And, um, of course, at that stage, I called the wedding off as well. And people feel like they have to take sides. So people certainly took sides um, in our, you know, separation and that was fine. I just let them take whatever side they wanted and if they took his side then that was that. I was done with them and um, because I just didn't want to hear that he was a great guy and what the hell was I doing and all of that sort of stuff. Um, I knew he wasn't a great guy and I didn't want to tell them um what had happened and um in fact my closest girlfriend a few months after we broke up um he was telling her all sorts of stories and she came and she said to me what the hell went on and I told her but very even after we broke up very few people left so I truly understand what you're going through I know exactly what it is um like to live in an abusive relationship and um and I know how hard it is to get out of an abusive relationship so um and I know you know how destructive it can be on your finances to be in an abusive relationship as well so you know um 
for all of those people going through this, my heart absolutely goes out to you and I really, really hope um, today, um, you know, helps you. If you are in an abusive relationship and you want to get out, um, basically, you know, you have to get your head around the fact that you are going to leave with the clothes on your back and your kids and there, and really, that's the most important thing that um, that you can leave with is your children. So all the rest can be replaced. So really, get your head around it. And um, you know, lots of women, um, and probably men too, but lots of women will help you. And certainly, talk to somebody that you think you can trust that can help you leave safely. Um, but you know. Um, don't try and pack bags. I did that. I did all that. I tried to pack bags. I just got beaten up for it. But, he, you know, we here's how abuse starts. If you don't know, if you're lucky enough to never have been in an abusive relationship, this how abuse starts is usually by um, the person, the abuser telling you that, you know, you're stupid, you're an idiot, um, how could you possibly think that no sane person would have that opinion? So they just constantly put you down. They constantly erode your self-confidence, your self-esteem. And they tell you, you know, I'm the only person that's going to love you. You can't do better than me. And after a while, you you just start to believe it. And as much as you don't want to, you just start to believe it. And um, and that's the mental abuse. So it really starts with mental abuse of telling you, um, you know, on an hourly or minute um, basis, basically, that, you know, you're not good enough. Whatever you think is not good enough. Whatever you do is not good enough. Oh, my God, you haven't washed up. You know, what are you thinking? And then it will start with the odd slap here and there, and then it will get you know, way worse. Um, it never gets better. It doesn't matter how much he apologises. It never, ever gets better. It will only ever get worse. If you think it's going to get better, if I just stick this out, if I just love him more, it will get better. I promise you it will never get better. Get the hell out of there. If he's slapped you for the very first time, make it the very last time. You know, kick him to the curb or kick her to the curb if it's a woman. Whoever your abuser is, absolutely kick them to, to the curb. Get rid of them. They're not worth it. And, um, you know, if it's a family member, then just cut them off. It doesn't matter who it is, whether it's a parent, a sibling, a grandparent, whatever, just cut them off. They're not worth it. Um, it's, you know, people say it's easier said than done, and it so totally is easier said than done. It is very difficult. It's very difficult to cut your parents off. Um, it's very difficult to cut a sibling off, and I completely understand that. Um, and it's even difficult, you know, when you love somebody and you realise that they are an abuser, even if it's just what they're saying to you is abusive, even if they're just belittling you and putting you down and, you know, um, telling you that whatever you think is stupid and 
um, you know, telling you it's not good enough in effect, that you're not good enough, that you're not worthy. Um, and that's what it boils down to. So if that's the sort of person you're with, it is only going to get worse. They're not going to get better. And once they start that, and I've heard men do it in a joking fashion, like, you know, um, and I'm just trying to think of something. I like, you know, oh, you know, that's a pretty stupid thing to say, ha, ha, ha. And, you know, they put it over like it's a joke, but it's not a joke. They mean it. And um, um, I've had men do that to me, you know, in the last sort of 12 months, and I've called them on it. I've said to them, hey, I'm not, I'm not stupid. What I said wasn't stupid, and what you said wasn't a joke. You meant it. So let's just be clear here. I'm not stupid. I'm not going to accept that those types of comments. And what you said, even though you might have laughed after it, was not a joke. And it wasn't funny. If you meant it as a joke, it wasn't funny. And I didn't take it as a joke. So please, you know, stop those comments. And um, and then I distanced myself from them. So I call them on it as difficult as it may be. And if you're in the moment, your self-confidence, your self-esteem has been eroded and you certainly won't call them on it and um, I'm not suggesting you do. If you're in a relationship, that person just happened to be um, an acquaintance and, you know, I'll probably never see them again. So it didn't matter if I called them on it. So you are listening to It Starts With a Dream. I'm your host, Bronwyn Smith, and we are on Inspired Choices Network and we're just going to go to a break. I'll be back shortly. Many of us settle for our life rather than creating a life we love. Be abundant, be fearless, be mindful, and create an amazing life. Tune into It Starts With a Dream with coach and clinical hypnotherapist Bronwyn Smith for inspiration on how to be your best self and live your best life. Are you ready? Are you ready to create an amazing life? Then join us for It Starts With a Dream with our host, Bronwyn Smith, on Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, 6 p.m. Pacific, and Thursday at 11 a.m. in Australia on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is It Starts With a Dream with host Bronwyn Smith. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to bronwyn at bronwynsmith.com to work with her one-on-one. 
Hi, everybody. Welcome back. I'm your host, Bronwyn Smith, and you are watching or listening to It Starts With a Dream. And today we're talking about abuse and how it affects your finances. And um, before the break, I was talking about physical abuse, and we always associate abuse with physical abuse, with being bruised or um hit or having broken limbs or in some cases even being burnt in some you know horrific cases so but and that is abuse absolutely but it's more than that it's also the mental abuse of being put down told you know you're not good enough you're not a good wife or you're not a good mother or you're not a good daughter or you know the house isn't clean enough or whatever all of those types of whatever you're doing isn't good enough and you're an idiot and you're stupid and you're worthless all of those things are part of mental abuse and that is you know abuse just as much as being hit and sometimes it's worse sometimes you know it really destroys your um, and erodes your self-confidence and your self-esteem and you really do believe after a while that you are worthless and that you can't do anything right and you know you're always apologizing um and um you know or being compared to somebody else you know a man saying oh well you know your best friend always you know dresses beautifully why don't you or such and such is smarter than you or why aren't you that smart or or whatever you know the the woman down the road earns more than you why aren't you earning more all of those sorts of things is um abusive not if it's a one-off so abuse is something that is constant that is happening all the time on a daily basis or a frequent basis that um that's abuse a one-off bad comment that's not necessarily abuse but it's the constant comments where it's constantly you know eroding how you feel about yourself how you think about yourself and your own self-talk and you know that when your self-confidence is eroded it's eroded not just at home it's eroded in the workplace so if you are working you're second guessing yourself all the time. Am I doing this right? Is this, is my boss going to, you know, say that this is okay? So once your self confidence and self esteem is eroded, it's eroded everywhere. You know, it's not just eroded at home. So if someone's telling you you're not good enough at home and you start to feel that you're not good enough, of course, you're not going to feel good enough in the workplace as well. And that is going to affect, you know, your performance at work, how well you do at work. Now, some people can um, com- can compartmentalise it, you know, what's said at home is said at home and what's said at work, you know, what they do at work, they still do a good, good job at work. But that's only some people. That's not everyone. And luckily for the people that can comp- compartmentalise, that is a really good thing because you can still go into the workplace and do a really good job and not second-guess yourself. And for some women, they say, I know I'm really good at what I do at work. Um, I know I do a really good job. So it's a really lovely break to go to work and not have that constant you're not good enough for, you know, my partner. Um, It's, you know, a way of escaping for them. So if, if 
that's you, that's fantastic. But for the vast majority of women, um, when they're mentally abused, it will carry on into the workplace so it makes them hard, harder for them to get promotions or they simply don't go for promotions because they've been told that they're not good enough and that they're worthless um, and their self-confidence and self-esteem is eroded. So they don't even go for those um, for the uh, for a promotion because they don't think that they can get it. Um, and even if they do go for it, you know, sometimes they don't perform very well for the same reasons. You know, they don't have the self-confidence to, you know, really do their best job um, in the interview to really answer the questions to the best of their ability. And quite frequently these women, you know, are smart and intelligent and They've just unfortunately gotten with the wrong man and these comments, you know, they start slowly and then they build up and they build up and they build up and then after a time you start to believe them and that's the danger with it. You start to believe them. And also with emotional abuse, I think all of those words not only is mental abuse but it's also emotional abuse but, you know, some women have said that, what men have said to them or what their partner has said to them has been like, you know, a shard of glass cutting them. It may as well be, you know, punch in the face. It's had that same effect on them emotionally. And so all of these things, you know, can have um, an effect emotionally. Um, I've heard of men saying to women, you know, if you ever leave me, I'm going to get custody of the children because you're such an appalling mother. And um, and the fact of the matter isn't is that they're not an appalling mother. They're a great mother, um, but it's just part of this emotional abuse of the one thing that would really hurt that woman is not to have custody of her children. And so that's what they use. Um, and more often than not, she will, of course, get custody of the children. So, But she believes that and she stays there. And the worst thing is that, you know, um, men will do it in front of the children, will belittle their, their wife and um, the mother of their children in front of the children and that then the children believe it. Oh, she's an idiot. Oh, she's mad. Oh, I didn't say that. Um, and all of that sort of thing. And the children then believe she's an idiot, she's mad, she's stupid, she's a liar, whatever it is. The children then believe it and then they start treating her in the same way as um, their father is and that is often encouraged by the father. So not only is she being abused by her husband but then the abuse, her children are taught to abuse as well and they won't just abuse her, they will go on to abuse, you know, their partner, probably their children as well. It is an ongoing thing unless they have some real insight and they change and so that's another reason to leave you know as soon as you can if you've got young children because you don't want them learning all of this and as I said often you leave with nothing more than the clothes on your back and the kids you know under your arm or on your hip um, or holding your hand and and that's perfect and if you possibly can and I know it's very difficult but if you possibly can go and get some legal advice before you do anything 
go and talk to a lawyer and say, you know, what are my rights? What am I entitled to financially? Um, you know, for some men, you, you um, they won't let their wife work. Um, because, you know, they want to financially um, essentially abuse them as well. But I'll get on to that after the break. But go and see a lawyer, you know, go and see a female lawyer, preferably someone that is sympathetic to what you're going through, the difficulties of getting out of the relationship. Go and see a lawyer and ask, how can I do it? What am I entitled to in terms of money? Um, because you need to know that um, to get back on your feet after you leave. And here's the thing, you know, I talk about in my book, Dream a Big Life, I have a chapter on there of women, you know, when they separate and when they divorce, just on the emotional, what they go through emotionally and to go through um, the stages emotionally. But one stage is healing. And if you've been in an abusive relationship, you really need to heal. And, um, that healing will make you stronger. It doesn't feel like it at the time, but it will actually make you stronger. So you need to go through those stages um, of, um, you know, after divorce, the emotional stages after divorce, they are completely normal. And, of course, if you have an abusive partner, they will tell you while you're going through those emotional stages that you're mad, that you're crazy, that this is abnormal, et cetera, et cetera, and it's totally not. And that's why I put those emotional stages in my book because I wanted women to know this is not abnormal. It's completely normal. And here's the thing. Men go through the same emotional stages. Um, so I talk about that in my book and I talk about women going before they do anything, when you're just thinking about leaving, thinking, I can't do this, I can't cope, I don't want to be in this relationship. That's the point where you go and see a lawyer, a female lawyer, a sympathetic lawyer, and go and talk to her and say, what am I, you know, work out what your assets are. It's very difficult in, if you're in, a, in an abusive relationship, but even if you know that you own your own home, for example, and you can go and say, I don't know what he earns, but I, I but we own our, our own home. It's got a mortgage on it. I don't know what it is, but at least I know we own it. We're not renting. And, you know, you can tell her what you're earning or if you haven't been earning um if you haven't been employed why you haven't been employed and then you can look around and think about how quickly you can um, become employed because you'll need to buy the day-to-day -day things like pay rent buy food buy clothes for the kids all that sort of stuff and your lawyer can work out all the other stuff getting furniture getting your clothes out of um the marital home and all of that sort of stuff. So you need to talk a, a, to a lawyer because I only know Australian law um, and you might be in the States or the UK or Europe and it's completely different over there and I certainly do not want to lead you astray by telling you Australian law. So go and see a lawyer. If it's just in the back of your mind, go and see somebody. You're probably thinking, how am I going to pay that lawyer? 
and most lawyers, and I think this is um, true worldwide, when you tell them your predicament and they know that there's, you know, a house that can be sold, most female lawyers are quite sympathetic and they will let you pay them um, when the house is sold at the end. Um, but talk to them, just say to them, this is my predicament. I want to get out of this marriage, out of this relationship. I don't have any money. Um, I can't pay you immediately. You know, can I go on a payment plan? Can we work something out? And most lawyers are kind enough to let you work something out so long as you stick to whatever the agreement has been. So I'll talk more about abuse and the money around it after the break. I'm your host, Bronwyn Smith. You are watching or listening to It Starts With a Dream on Inspired Choices Network, and I'll be back in just a minute. Many of us settle for our life rather than creating a life we love. Be abundant, be fearless, be mindful, and create an amazing life. Tune into It Starts With a Dream with coach and clinical hypnotherapist Bronwyn Smith for inspiration on how to be your best self and live your best life. Are you ready? Are you ready to create an amazing life? Then join us for It Starts With a Dream with our host, Bronwyn Smith, on Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern. 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, 6 p.m. Pacific, and Thursday at 11 a.m. in Australia on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows, along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is It Starts With a Dream with host Bronwyn Smith. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to Bronwyn at BronwynSmith.com to work with her one-on-one. -on -one. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. You are listening to It Starts With a Dream. I'm your host, Bronwyn Smith, on Inspired Choices Network. And today we're talking about abuse and how it affects your finances. So before the break, we were talking about emotional and mental ab abuse um, and we've been talking about physical abuse as well. Of course, there's sexual abuse and um, which I'm not really going to touch on. It um, speaks for itself. If you're in any type of abusive relationship, you know, it's time to really start to think about getting out. And um, I've known some women, you know, from family, when I was doing family law, women would come to see me and um, sometimes it was, you know, um, working out how they were going to get out of the relationship safely. And sometimes the women didn't even realise that they were in an, in an abusive relationship until 
they got out of the relationship and they looked back on the relationship and they're like, oh, my goodness, you know, I just don't believe um, how bad it actually was. And sometimes, you know, women are with a man that um, is like an absolute darling out of the house. He's kind, he's thoughtful, he's sweet, he's always telling everybody how wonderful you are and, and everybody loves him and out of the house he's an absolute angel. And then in the house he is like a complete devil. Um, and um, uh, and abuse, mentally abusive, emotionally abusive, and all the rest of it, maybe not physically, but mentally and emotionally. Those sorts of men tend to be mentally and emotionally abusive, telling their partner that they're not good enough, that they're not a good uh, mother, not a good wife, everything's their fault. Um, you know, it's always red flags now when I hear somebody, male or female, saying, you know, it's their fault all the time. I mean, I listen to, you know, Meghan and Harry and um, and it's everybody in the royal family's fault. They did nothing wrong. It was everybody in the royal family's fault. And I'm, I listen. I, to me, it's just red flags. You know, I wish I had red flags. I'd be going, cue the red flags now. So... You know, if you're listening to someone, it's always the wife's fault or it's always somebody else's fault. They're just not taking responsibility for the situation and for what they've put into the situation. And so that is a real red flag when you're just meeting someone and you're getting to know them. If that's the sort of way they're speaking, you know, I don't talk to my parents because they were the worst parents in the world. I don't talk to my siblings because it's their fault. My marriage broke up because it was her fault. You know, my kids, I see them, but they're difficult and that's their fault. If that's the sort of um, information you're receiving from a man um, or a woman that you've just met, then it's a real red flag. Really have a look at it because it, it cannot be everybody else's fault. You are the only common denominator. So um, if, as I said, just be very careful if you've just met somebody and that's the sort of things that they're saying and the messages that you are receiving from them, that everything is everybody else's fault because I promise you, that it will be your fault at some point and some point probably very soon. So you do have, um, you know, people, not always men, sometimes women, where they're angels outside the house and they're absolute devils inside the house. And that is usually when they are emotionally and mentally abusing at least their partner and some of them do so with their children as well. And, um and so when the woman leaves or when the person leaves, A, the abuser blames them, it's all their fault, and B, their friends and family don't believe them because he's been such an angel outside of the house that everyone thinks that he's fabulous. No one can believe he's an abuser and no one can understand why the hell you're leaving. 
Um, and um, and so all the friends tend to gravitate towards him. Oh, he's such a great guy. She's crazy for for leaving such an amazing man. What's wrong with her? Um, and they don't realise that he's just an angel outside of the house and an absolute devil inside of the house. And you've just got to roll with it. You know, I had a client that this happened to many years ago and she was like, all our friends have gravitated towards him. And I said, they'll figure it out. Don't you worry about it. You just move on with your life and um, go through the emotional stages and then make sure that you heal at the end of it. And I said, don't get stuck in any of the emotional stages. It's really easy to get stuck in anger or bitterness or grief. These are all normal emotional stages that you go, um, that everyone goes through after a relationship break, even, even, you know, short relationships of maybe six months, people will still go through the emotional stages generally, although they'll go through them a lot, lot quicker. So, um, you know, if you've got, um, if you're separating or divorcing, just know that all of these stages, and I go through each stage in my book, Dream a Big Life, uh, you can get it on Amazon.com and uh, or go to my website, www.bromwinsmith.com, and you can buy it there as well. So, you know, and then read about these emotional stages and know that you're not going crazy. Know that this is normal. And then really heal. And if you've gone into an abusive relationship, um, have a look past that abusive relationship what was your upbringing like you know what was your family like were they you know completely functional or was there some dysfunction in there and generally there's some dysfunction there so it's not just the healing of the relationship that's necessary too but it's also the healing before that as well healing from the dysfunction um, that you might have had when you were younger that made you gravitate towards this type of man because the last thing you want to do is attract a similar man and once you've healed you will not attract a similar man so the other forms of um uh abuse that i want to talk about today is of course financial and economic where the one partner handles all of the money and won't tell you where the money's at won't tell you what credit card balances there are how much is in the savings account you know what investments you've got how much of the mortgage is being paid off or even if the mortgage is up to date or the credit card payments are up to date there are some people that will just keep you in the dark and you are entitled to know if you're in in an abusive relationship and they won't tell you you know it's just the way it is you know i know that if you try and push that then the abuse um, gets worse. And sometimes, you know, that's when it starts to get physical. So I understand that that can be difficult, but just know that not being told that information is um, abuse. Uh, if it's an ongoing thing, always with abuse, it must be ongoing, not just a one-off, not just, oh, babe, I can't tell you today, I'll tell you tomorrow or the day after, I'm just in a hurry now. That's not abuse. But if they just refuse to allow you to have any inkling of what's going on with the finances, 
that can be abused equally if they don't allow you to work when you want to that can be abused or if you are working and your pay packet is getting paid into their bank account on our it all needs to go into the one account uh because that's the way i pay the bills how am i going to pay the bills you know if it doesn't all go into the one account so that's what women are told it seems logical at the time when you're when it's being explained to you you're like yeah that's logical I understand that but no 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 no. you are entitled to have the money that you earn go into your own account then you can choose okay well show me the bills what needs to be paid and I'll transfer what needs to be paid over not I'm going to give you all of my salary and then you're going to give me a hundred bucks a week to you know, get to work and buy lunches or whatever, or tell me some weeks, oh, no, I can only give you $50 this week. That's enough for you to get to and from work. You'll have to take your lunches every day with you whilst, you know, he's buying his lunches every day. So if you nip it in the bud early in the relationship and say, no, I'm not putting my money into your bank account, um, no matter how you know reasonable it sounds no matter how logical it sounds I'm not doing it it's just the end um I'm keeping that money in my bank account then um at least you've you've kept your money uh of course you know then more abuse psychological mental emotional maybe even physical, maybe even sexual, you know, where he says, until you do what I want you to do, I'm not having sex with you. Um, and, um, you know, or something like that. So sometimes that just does get worse until you give in. And some women have said to me, it's just easier. It was just easier to give in. It was just, you know, less stressful. Him nagging me all the time that, you know, um, about me doing whatever it was he wanted you to do, you know, um, he wanted her to do, like put her money into his bank account or, you know, work part-time or not work at all. Um, so many women have said to me that it was just, you know, so there was so much anxiety from him constantly saying, you know, you've got to leave work. The kids need you at home. Um, I need you at home more. You you know, I need the house cleaned and my meals cooked and the kids need a full-time mother and, you know, this is affecting the children and all of this, um, you know, just so that you will do what they want you to do. And then they have the financial control because they're earning the money and they see it as their money. Generally, it's their money. So if they're giving you anything, you have to explain why do you want this money? You know, what are you buying for the kids? How much is it costing? Can you buy it cheaper? Where are you getting it from? Every cent you have to ask for. And then you just don't know where the finances are up to anyhow. So you know, it's it's really hard while you're in it. And especially if you're, you know, not working and you want to get out, um, how do you do that? You know, he's convinced you to leave your job because of the kids. It's better for the kids. And the kids need a full-time mum. And then you can do more things, you know, um, at their school and you can interact more at their school. So it's very hard when you don't have a job. 
to leave and I completely understand that and that's why I'm saying go and get legal advice the advice might be you know you need to go and get a job post haste have a look around see if you can get a job quickly um you know it might not be your ideal job but it might be a good enough job just to get you out of the house to get you into rental accommodation and you and the kids are safe and you're away from this person and the mental anguish is at least gone and the stage emotional stages of separating or divorce will be you know probably way easier than what you've been through anyhow and um, he'll be going through the same emotional stages as you as well so it's not just something that women go through I've noticed that everyone goes through it men and women so you are listening to it starts with a dream on inspired choices network I'm your host Bronwyn Smith and we are going to a break and we'll be back in just a moment Many of us settle for our life rather than creating a life we love. Be abundant, be fearless, be mindful, and create an amazing life. Tune into It Starts With a Dream with coach and clinical hypnotherapist Bronwyn Smith for inspiration on how to be your best self and live your best life. Are you ready? Are you ready to create an amazing life? Then join us for It Starts With a Dream with our host, Bronwyn Smith on Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, 6 p.m. Pacific, and Thursday at 11 a.m. in Australia on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is It Starts With a Dream with host Bronwyn Smith. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to Bronwyn at BronwynSmith.com to work with her one-on-one. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. I'm your host, Bronwyn Smith, and you are watching or listening to It Starts With a Dream on Inspired Choices Network. And it might be your dream to get out of this abusive relationship. That might be your dream for 2023. You might be thinking, I want to sit down to Christmas dinner in um, December of 2023 and be rid of my abuser once and for all. So, um, you know, if that's the case, then I hope this information is um, really helpful to you. I hope that, um, you know, the first the first steps are to, um, if you don't have a job, to find a job. If you do have a job, Make sure the money is going into your bank account and go and get legal advice. I cannot stress that enough. And um, if that's your dream to get out of this abusive relationship, it is the best dream that you could ever have, the best dream for your life that you could ever have, the best dream for your children that you could ever have. And um, you are teaching your children by leaving that, you know, you have the self-confidence, the self-esteem to leave the situation, that this is um, not appropriate. This is a not appropriate way for a man to treat a woman or um, his children and, um, and that you're going to set very firm boundaries that neither him or anybody else ever treats you in this fashion ever again. And one of the ways, as I said earlier, 
to ensure that is once you go through the emotional stages, then you need to heal. And that is um, the, the, the last emotional stage is to truly heal. Often people get caught in anger or bitterness or grief and they get stuck there and that is not a good place to be stuck and I talk about this in my book you know sure you might be there for sometimes if you've been married for 20 years you might be stuck in grief for a year maybe even two years I have known women where it's taken them you know five or six years to get through these emotional stages they've gone through them but they've gone through them slowly um and there's nothing wrong with that you just you know for some people it just takes them longer than for others and usually it does take women longer than men to go through these emotional stages um but both sexes can get caught somewhere can get caught in bitterness or grief or anger and so they're always angry with their ex-partner um and that anger spills over into the rest of the world, even into new relationships, and sometimes even into their relationships with their kids. So don't get stuck anywhere. Just go through it. Yes, you're going to hate him for a period of time and just work your way through it. And it's going to be, you're going to be very bitter. How dare he do this to me? And you're right. How dare he do that to you? But get through that and then the grief of the marriage ending and then you know, work through all the emotional stages. And then when you get to healing, truly heal, absolutely heal. And um, um, and then you won't attract the same sort of person back into your life that um, that. Um, is like your partner the last thing you want to do is attract the same sort of person into your life as a partner um, and then you know really look after yourself make yourself a priority there's nothing wrong with having boundaries boundaries doesn't mean you're selfish boundaries just mean that you're able to you know, say no if you have to or need to. There's nothing wrong with saying no. Um, you don't always have to be saying yes. But, you know, if you've been abused, it's all about, you know, how you talk to yourself. Stop, you know, don't let yourself say you know, that you're an idiot when you do something wrong. You know, if you burn the chops, don't go, I'm such an idiot. No, you're not. No, you're not. Don't let what he said go, oh, my goodness, I've made a mistake. You know, we're having burnt chops for dinner. That's the way it is. You know, I burn pizza all the time. I've told you my story. So stuff happens. So when you start to heal yourself, you'll have better boundaries. You'll have better self-talk um, all the time, both at work and at home. Your self-esteem will grow. Your self-confidence will grow you'll then be you know happy if you want to climb the corporate ladder then you'll be happy to go for promotions you'll believe in yourself you'll know that you're a good employee you'll you'll know that you're good for that company you know what you can offer you're assured of yourself you're assured of your skills you can tell the people what your skills are how great those skills are and you can absolutely move up the corporate ladder or you can start your own business and you know so often women 
who have gone through some sort of abuse will start a business where they're helping other women who are going through the same sort of thing. So, um, you know, and that's a wonderful thing to do. You know, it's giving back. It's learning everything you can learn and then it's giving back. So um, if that's the way you want to go, then go there. And once you've truly healed, you'll really believe in yourself. So it's a wonderful dream for you to have for leaving this relationship if that's what your dream is for this year to sit down for Christmas dinner with your kids and be out of the relationship and if you can you know move home like I did my lovely mother let me move home until I found an apartment if you can move home while I did then you know do that if you if that's not an option for any reason then you know um, maybe one of the mums at school or a friend of yours will let you move in with the kids for, you know, a couple of months while you get on your feet. But ask around, ask those people that you love and trust. I'm sure there's someone in your life that will let you um, move in for a little while and really go and get some legal advice um, on the best way to go, whether moving out is the best way to go or exactly how to do it, and um, go and see a kind woman. I really hope that's helped you um, for all the people that um, are in abusive relationships and, um, you know, for the men out there that think women stay in abusive relationships, you know, because they want to, hell no, you are wrong women stay in abusive relationships because they can't get the hell out never do I want to hear a man say a woman stays there you know because she wants to most often women stay there because they cannot get out they don't know how to get out safely so any man that thinks that I'm disabusing you of that it's absolute bullshit no woman stays there because she wants to she stays there because she has to she for whatever reason she can't get out either she can't get out safely she can't get the kids out for whatever reason she can't get out and that is the truth of the matter for all the women there I really hope that you can get out and um, if you need anything please email me I will help you to the best of my ability and tell you my thoughts um, and I send you lots of love and I hope you get out safely with your beautiful children and just have a magical magical life um, once you're out and um, I look forward to seeing and hearing you next week if you know someone that is in an abusive relationship then ask them to listen to this show um, or um, share my comments with them if uh, you're not able to if they're not able to listen to it for any reason and um, really support that person if you know someone in an abusive relationship really love and support them I know they keep saying they're going to leave and they don't um, and that from the outside looking in can be annoying but they're only there because they don't feel that they can leave um, or they don't feel that they can leave safely with the children and their children is always their priority. I hope that helps. Um, take care of yourselves and I can't wait to see you next Thank week. you for listening to It Starts With a Dream Show with Bronwyn Smith. Arrange your one-on-one -on -one appointment today with Bronwyn via email at bronwyn at bronwynsmith.com.
It Starts With a Dream with Bronwyn Smith returns on Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, 6 p.m. Pacific, and Thursday at 11 a.m. in Australia on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until next week, dream big.